1: So alongside the Malt Miller's nitro-flushed hops, cold-stored yeast and milled to order malts, you can pick up recipe kits for our 5 Points Best Bitter, Russian River West Coast IPA, and now the fastest beer in the world, a hazy session
0: IPA that goes from grain to glass in less than 48 hours. Sign up to their newsletter at tinyurl.com forward slash Malt to get 5% off your first order. With the Malt Miller's amazing customer service and Johnny's 48-hour recipe – you could order the ingredients on a Monday and be drinking the beer by the weekend.
1: Speaking of which, it's Friday. It's 5pm. So enjoy this week's Friday 5pm podcast. Have you seen the news, Bradley? Have, have, have you seen the photo?
0: Uh, is it Is it a Tory kissing someone they shouldn't be? Is it that photo? <laughs> Again? That seems like an everyday occurrence. Uh, I guess you're talking about the horrendous uh, bloodbath of, of of smashed beers that is doing the rounds, right?
1: I am. It it. Some somebody in the reply said that this should come with a content warning. I don't know if everyone's seen it. I'll link to it.
0: But somebody, I guess it's uh, maybe a forklift accident. I reckon it's forklift because that looks like how is also how is that pallet just sat vertically? That's quite hard. To They've managed to smash everything, but the pallet is totally vertical. The blue pallet in the centre of the I, shot. I, I guess the, the forklift has tilted it. I think the whole to- forklift went sideways. Uh, the whole forklift? So think... out of shot is a forklift on its yeah, side? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then that slid towards the truck sideways, uh, and it just <laughs> smashed everywhere. Like something out of a Fast and Furious movie. I'm a... I mean, it is a full-on disaster movie. I am a crime scene investigator, Johnny, and I'm telling you for sure. Actually, do you know what? How have the bottles got underneath the pallet? So, like, in the blue pallet, there are bottles within the pallet. Do you see that? Yeah. It's bizarre, isn't it? It's like, um, have you ever seen those photos of supposed um, spontaneous human combustion uh, from, like... (laughs) back back That's in, not the, what I expected in the, you to say. In the spontaneous 90s spontaneous human combustion yeah, back in the 90s i used to when i was i don't know how old i was like let's say 15 or something the x-files was on tv and i loved all the kind of like weird out there stuff and i used to get all these these sort of books of the unexplained and they quite often feature photographs of people that are supposedly human uh, spontaneously human combusted and it kind of looked like this it was just it would be like a seat Wait. And then just do, you, being... do you
1: think this is the mother of all Brett explosions in the bottle? Um, like one single Orval yeah. in the middle of that case of Orval and Chime exploded in mean, its centres.
0: I didn't. A chain reaction. I, mean, I didn't explicitly say that, but that that is definitely what happened. So it's a chain reaction, like like <laughs> a spontaneous combustion of Chime and Orval and whatever else is in the mix there. Um, I think I think it's just Shimei. I'm not that mad about the Shimei
1: because it, it's the it's the sort of the the Shimei extra, the one that the monks mm. drink. It's not the most exciting or best beer from Shimei, but there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine cases at least of Orval with with few survivors.
0: I, what I'm really what I'm really thinking in this photo is like that's a lot of great beer that's that's gone uh, to waste. But I'm also thinking. I'd really like some of those orange or val crates because they look beautiful <laughs> i'd want to make <laughs> if you if you'd have been hanging them, about yeah. at hopp warehouse yeah, yeah. you could have probably nabbed one i I really want to make furniture out of uh out of crates, so some of those would be nice. Some of the pink um delirium ones would be great pink and blue pink and blue yep. they they've got some great ones the Belgians, haven't they? One of my all time favorite uh plastic crates, Johnny is a pink Evion crate. They are very beautiful. I don't know if you've ever seen those. They're pink. They're a very soft... I've never seen a pink ever. Very crate. soft pink. They're very sought after. I've attempted to buy oh. one before. I'm not lying. This is a legit purchase I've tried no, to I make. No, I'd, I I wouldn't yeah, doubt yeah, you yeah. on such a
1: serious topic as, as pink plastic mm, rings.
0: Very, very tasteful colour pink. And it has a. All...
1: I I mean, you know, if you're trying to... Where do you buy that? Like eBay? Because that's been nicked.
0: Trying to, yeah. Yeah, well, that's they, been nicked, you man. Can't, that, can't that's great goods. You can't get them in the UK. It seems to be just a Euro thing. So I don't know whether they're, but maybe they have glass bottles of Evian in fancier countries. I don't know.
1: Yeah, probably return countries with return um, schemes. It would be glass. Yeah. yeah,
0: but it has a has a very nice soft pink, and then a, a white. Uh, where the Orval is green on that, it's white Evian, in a strange font, which looks very nice, very tasteful. Um, but yeah, this is an absolute. Yeah. Uh, like a war crime. It's a nightmare. It's like a war crime photo, or or yeah,
1: I've had less scary
0: nightmares. Yeah, or like a. Mu- it also reminds me of like a munition, a munitions dump, which has exploded. Right, so it's like yeah. um, you know, in some army barracks. I've been. Have you watched uh SAS Rogue Heroes? It's fucking cool. It's really cool. It's by the guys that did Peaky Blinders, um, and it sort of like tells the, the real life mostly real life story of the forming of the SAS unit <laughs> i'm glad you uh, caveated that <laughs> the mostly real life uh forming of the uh, special air service british army unit uh which was a ragtag bunch of ragamuffins uh that were that were just like naughty boys really and they did all sorts of naughty stuff but they would go up and they would go and blow up munitions dumps and do lots of dirty See, well, at that time it was considered like dirty fighting, and they blow shit up. Do, do
1: do you think we've got some SAS monks who have yeah, sabotaged yeah, yeah. an all case? Yeah, because Allvalk, you know, they're not, jealous um, of the success. Exactly,
0: they're like, we got to take this out. They're definitely the monks from a Dan Brown uh, movie, the bad ones. You know? Not, not There's <laughs> a
1: blue-eyed monks. monk hidden somewhere in the photo. that's... yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's what's going on for sure. So it's definitely <laughs> it's either combustion. Uh or a or a monk related uh hate crime incident. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Good. Well I'm glad we managed to fill six minutes of the podcast with that. I thought that was gonna be thirty to forty seconds mm. worth of content. Um what what I really wanted to do was start this podcast with an apology to you, Bradley.
0: Oh. Go on then. I think I know what it's about.
1: Because I, I, I didn't think much of this on the day, but the comments mm-hmm. have been flying in asking how dare I leave the Brad out in the cold while I had a little party in the studio mm. for this week's video. And I, I just wanna I just wanna say, you know, I thought you were warm enough out there or I thought you'd go into the house if you weren't. No, I was freezing. But you, you stood out there
0: like a lo- like a dog who had been locked out for being naughty. I felt like a dog that had been um, locked out for being naughty. The brudio's uh yeah. very small. But yeah, I, I was absolutely freezing. I've I've definitely got a cold. I mean, I had a bit of a cold, but I definitely feel worse. I basically, I've, you know, I wouldn't survive out on the I'm streets. I'm trying to really. apologise here, man. Don't make me feel worse. No, no. I just, I, I, you know, I know this already. If I, if I was uh, homeless, I'd be dead. Like, the first winter, I'd be dead. I wouldn't be able to survive. I'm feeble. So, you know, a little <laughs> bit of cold just does me in. I might look well, like a Viking it. with my beard and stuff, but... I've basically got a... It's all an act. I've got a feeble uh, immune system or something. And it was fucking cold, though, to be fair. I mean, I'm looking out the window now in the garden, and it's a winter wonderland. So it was about... Probably about 4 degrees the other day. Now it's...
1: Well, if if it's any consolation... So I, I've only just come out to the Broodio. I was, I was working in the, in the house because it's so cold. And what I forgot to do is turn the heating on in the Broodio this morning. So it's currently... Well, it's up to five degrees, but it was two when I walked in here to set up yeah, the microphone. Cool. So, I'm, I'm I'm getting a dose of my own medicine, and and I don't like the taste of it. It's it's not banana medicine. Mm. It's not Calpol. It's like it's I don't know a disgusting medicine. I, did, Cough I didn't even have a
0: cold beer to warm me up. Um, the other thing is your your is actually warmer than my house uh, with the 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 sort of fuel poverty crisis at the moment. I keep my house at a very measly temperature because uh, I can't afford to tell At two up. degrees? Not two degrees. No, no, no. The other day I walked in your booty and I was like, this is warmer than my friggin' house. So. Uh, oh,
1: yeah. Well, it's warmer than my house when, when the heating's going. Yeah. It's not
0: a large space to heat. True. True, true. Uh,
1: my my house is, is pretty chilly. We just keep the babies room. Of- uh,
0: well, actually, babies like it cold. So we keep it a, a, a positively balmy 18. Mm, 18 is, is the minimum they're saying these days. But I'm not sure mine's 18 um but yeah let's let's hope for a mild winter that's all i can say i mean it looks yeah. very pretty the ice outside also there's a little cat roaming around my little hood which i'm worried is homeless and i put out a, a are you going to have adopted a cat by the time we can't the next friday 5pm i've, I've PM. got two cats that will not like it i know they don't like it because stevie has had many run-ins with this cat but my neighbors already feed it <clears throat> and i actually put out a um a cat house for it about a week ago um across the across the way from me outside my neighbor's house She's feeding it so it's a little wooden cat house with a little flappy door that i'm hoping it's going in because it's so cold out now um so uh, i just want to say if anyone sees any nature that's you know uh well not nature but cats and things that maybe need feeding put out a little bit of food for them But also they do say don't feed stray cats because that encourages them to come back and they might have a home elsewhere. So basically, Johnny, I don't know what to do in this situation, but um, it's a tough one. I've grabbed it and I've tried to feel if it's got a microchip on it and it doesn't. So I just feel really bad uh, whenever I see this little black and white cat kicking about thinking it's, it's freezing its poor little furry butt off. But, um, yeah, I've I put a little cat house out for it, so I'm hoping that that'll at least stave off a little bit of the chill. Um,
1: I've got I've got a cat-related question, cat related yeah, question for yeah? you. Your cat's
0: named after Stevie Nicks. Yeah, yeah. That's true. H-
1: how did she react to the sad death of Christine McVie? Uh She's a cat. Did you tell her about she's it?
0: She's a cat, so she doesn't even know who that is, uh, unfortunately. Oh. But um, that is a good. That's a that that should have been funny, Johnny. But she's a cat. Uh, how did I how did I react <laughs> to that? I was like, yeah. I mean, everyone. I guess everyone. How old was she? She must have been quite old. The amount um, of drugs they all pr- did. Pr- pretty right? old, like p- pushing eighty, maybe. I mean, Fleetwood Mac probably consumed uh, the GDP of Colombia over the course of their career in in cocaine i would imagine so to get to like even get to like 70 or something having i'm just i'm lab- i'm i'm bunging her in with the rest i reckon she probably got on on the gack quite a lot and um yeah the legal lines we tread with this podcast i don't know man don't I don't, don't know. bear thinking about. who knows i have no idea i have no idea but i've i've watched documentaries about them and all their kind of swapping between partners and Fiery yeah, of. I mean
1: it was. Mm. Y- you'd need some kind
0: of enabler for the awkwardness, given that they all married each it's other. It's super and weird. Divorced each other, and you cannot deny yeah. they're absolutely banging tunes. Some of their some of their hits are just oh, incredible, incredible music. The
1: greatest pop pop yeah, songwriters yeah, yeah. of all time, I'd, I'd possibly wait. Very, it. very yes. good. And she was oh, when I was doing my research, like when she died, I sort of went wait, which ones did Christine write? And she wrote uh, "Don't Stop," "Everywhere," "Little Lies," like wow oh my god some of the absolute top ones she she was an incredible songwriter um uh and yeah very very sad we, we won't slander her anymore with, no. with, well i didn't
0: think i was sl- i wasn't aiming to slander. i was i was aiming to celebrate a rock and roll lifestyle and a good, and yeah. a good i mean you
1: you were saying she's done very well to yeah. last I, i'm all yeah, i always yeah. think that like some of the some of the rock stars that are still alive when we've lost some absolute legends that were quite clean living is, yeah well it's always it's quite remarkable i'm sure people say the same when when either you or me go oh, god you know let's not <laughs> talk about that although actually they might not i'll probably go to jail because you'll you'll die of um exposure frostbite yeah complications from I frostbite hope not
0: yeah anyway <laughs> um yeah old rock and rollers old british rock and rollers never die right apart from well i was i'll I, I tell you do. what i was very sad when lemmy died because i do genuinely love motorhead. And Lemmy. Uh I think he was a legend. And one of my things I wanted to do in life was go to Los Angeles and uh go and sit in the Rainbow Room uh next to him And and play what? play general knowledge with yeah, him. Yeah, the the Who Wants to be a Millionaire Machine, which apparently played Oh, is that one. every day of his life when he wasn't touring. Uh go and watch Lemmy the documentary if you haven't seen it people. It's highly entertaining um yes the man wore shall we, shall we... Then.
1: oh sorry go on you weren't done no i was just you... gonna say
0: the man wore cut off denim hot pants like no one else very very strange look but... do you think
1: he was a never nude but just never really talked about it? it was just like I mean, just sort
0: of plowed maybe on. Maybe he was the first never nude. Although I reckon he yeah. was nude a lot. I reckon he, he was naughty. he was pretty naughty. <laughs> he, this was the the yeah, age. As, of as I said that
1: sentence, I was shit. like, you know what? If, if ever there's somebody we know wasn't a never nude, <laughs> yeah, he definitely um, wasn't a never nude. Right. Anywho, so let's get back on track. So, firstly, before we talk about last week's live show, let's have a quick chat about the live show that's coming in a couple of weeks, the twenty second of December. Oh yeah. We are hosting our annual Christmas live show, and this year we've teamed up with the one and the only
0: Brew York, who
1: make, I think it's fair to say,
0: lactose beers. (laughs) They're like lactose pastry daddies of the UK beer scene.
1: This summer I'm going to be hosting talks at the Manchester, Bristol and London Craft Beer Festivals, giving festival goers the chance to attend tutored tastings, rare beer pours, meet the brewers and even guided tours of the bars. These three festivals are the highlights of my events calendar, featuring some of the world's best breweries with delicious restaurant pop-ups, great music and a really welcoming party atmosphere. It's the third year I've been hosting the We Are Beer Tastings table, but for the first time I'm delighted to offer all of our listeners, viewers and Patreons £5 off a ticket when you use the code CBC5. Just hit the link in the description to buy. See you there. Yeah, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot of fun. There's some big I think as you put it in the video that we've made to promote it, some flavours going on.
0: It's fl- it's we are entering Flavortown, destination fucked. No, destination <laughs> um drunk. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be pretty boozy. There's some big beers in there. It- there's i mean actually they're smaller than i thought they're than i was
1: worried they were going to be but there is a 12% rum and raisin uh imperial milk stout in there Wait. so it's going to be quite a wild one we're, we're going to have lots of options for matching with mince pies and crisps on the night
0: and whatever else somebody's already asked is the is the brevel going to be broken out for it Oof, uh it's a good question i i mean is, are they talking did i have a brevel? i think i had a brevel in one video didn't i it was actually george Foreman, yeah well we but, we, yeah. we
1: did it for a Christmas That's live true. show we made oh yeah we, 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 we made toasties it, yeah. i might get the Breville it might just help keep me warm to be <laughs> now honest now i use a but, uh, um...
0: since i've been to uh, california johnny i went into a fancy sort of chef shop and i bought a a toasty making uh, implement that that helps raise my toasty game which is like a weight that you would put on a burger uh, like a cast iron type weight except this one is made out of uh, sheet, Uh, I think it's stainless steel, I don't know, some kind of steel, and it's been all kind of like laser cut out, uh, and it's got vents in it, right, it's quite heavy, put it on top of the bread, weighs it down, helps the process of the cheese melting in and all the rest of it, but it lets the steam escape through the vents. So ah. this is my new... So it's
1: like those old school potato mashes, but stainless of in
0: steel. Kind of, but it's like yeah. real heavy and it was made, it was actually made in Oakland. So just, I went to Oakland, it was made, one of the places I went, uh, in a huh. little artisan place. I think it cost me about...
1: Well, bring that out. That sounds like a lot of fun well, too. Well, I have
0: to cook it. So I've also got a, a, a hot, like a hot plate thing that I use on my hob. Um, so I cook on like a hot plate thing just a sheet of metal essentially which i've seasoned um i actually made french toast on it last night johnny first time i think in my in my adult life that i've ever made french toast and it was fucking brilliant sourdough pat like a sourdough tin loaf so like a normal looking slice of bread and then double cream milk egg cinnamon bosh let that soak in on the the loaf was like uh i don't know three or four days old so it was quite dry it all soaks it all up then you it, it put it on this flat plate do its thing you can see it like bubbling around the edges a little bit then i even got cinnamon sugar bosh some of that on there had some special aldi bacon smoked with uh what was it? Winter spices. It said so. It was all like Christmassy it's, spices. Is, is
1: this your audition for the, to be the new M voice? Dude, it was. I tell you what. It was pornographic.
0: How good it was. Um, it was so so good.
1: <laughs> well, maybe you should should cook that up on the live show. Maybe. I'd be uh, I'd be up for that. But yes. So that is the twenty second of December at eight pm on our youtube channel and you can pick up the drink along box uh, there is a link in the descriptions of this podcast it's also going to be all over social media if you're from the states uh, or anywhere else in the world indeed pick yourself up some some big old ad, like pastry stouts uh some ipa uh, a cold ipa if you can uh a fruited um uh, a fruited new england ipa What else have we got? Oh, and a heavily fruited sour, and you can drink along as close as possible um, to that. So yeah, 22nd of December, 8pm, get it in the diary. It's the the day before the last day of work, and we'll have a wonderful, uh, totally regrettable time. Um, Quickly, before we move on to this week's video, I just wanted to plug, uh, this week I appeared on Beer Prime, which is a a great podcast, a UK-based podcast, um, and that went live uh, on Wednesday, in which I talk about the state of beer journalism. Um I talk about the beer 52 scandal, I talk about seasonality in brewing obviously uh to to plug the book as hard as I can but it's it's a nice podcast where I get to um uh be unedited but unedited serious and I do get very ranty at one point so uh, apologies to anybody looking for a good time. Uh, so that's beer prime I'll put a link to that in the show notes as well. Uh this week's video Bradley mm. um I've already done the apology I'm just going to tick that
0: off. Um what did you what did you think of the results? Uh well St. Bernardus came out on top, which was expected. Uh the Bush, I don't think I've ever had Bush before. That was very, very tasty when I tried a little bit at the end. Um Yeah, it was it was a, it was a great, great yeah, shoot. I really enjoyed bush. looking through the steamy window um very much like a sort of <laughs> me having a nice time yeah, yeah. i should have
1: cracked open the mince pies and crisps as it, it, well and just really it really it, really it reminded it
0: me of um macaulay corkin kevin in home alone when he's looking through the windows all the happy families uh that are putting up their christmas decorations Is that in home alone too he's like wandering the streets just looking in at people's windows it's like that johnny yeah i think like it that. might be home alone too yeah yeah it was just like that it was great i loved it yeah yeah it's great
1: uh, I mean, if I was drinking the two beers that were nasty, uh, it wouldn't have been so sort of romantic to look through. But no, uh, no. Otherwise, I was having a very good time. The B- Bush is not a brewery I really go to, like Bush Pesh and the Bush Barley Wine and stuff are not really beers I love. But I really enjoyed that Bush beer. Maybe I need to revisit, maybe not Bush Pesh, uh, but the Bush Barley Wine and, and, and see if it is really nice. Um, yeah, the Gordon one was just horrendous, although lots of people are really conflicting um opinions of gordon like some people are like oh it's my absolute favorite can't believe you gave it that rating and other people being like it's it's alcohol for for drunks and, and for homeless people which um i mean i have no idea whether that's true whether that's fair um but i do think that the bottle i had was was a duff one so i do have another bottle of it so we always buy two in case something happens so i'm gonna try that one and see if it was but it was it was gnarly stuff um and apologies to all the Duranka fans because the Père Noir was not tasting great, but I do love Duranka. Um Yeah, it was a it was a really interesting journey. I think I remember some of it, but yeah, the Bernardus was was for me a clear winner, even though it was a point ahead of the uh, of the Bush and I think two points ahead of the Bon Secours, which is actually a bit of a discovery for me. I'm gonna get some more of that. Um
0: What comments did you find, Bradders? Um What comments did I find? It wasn't so uh, Light of the world said had most of these in November. They never got to see December. Um, so <laughs> good, we'll have to put another order in. Good stuff there. Uh, uh, David Mallard said Saint Bernardus goes on sale in the Swedish Monopoly tomorrow. Guess who'll be queuing up outside at opening time? Great video and timely <laughs> Xmas beer tips. Good Yule. God Yule. Godspeed and God joy. Yeah. Uh and then the rest of the comments I picked out were basically um people on being sympathetic to my plight being locked out in the freezing cold. <laughs> uh
1: He had such a big coat. I thought you'd be alright. No, no, it's cold. Uh yeah. <clears throat> a pulse. Um my 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 favourite comment was from, from Junior Jobs. Good name. Uh, who said, really love the idea of comparing similar beers. However, I also support the idea that there's a time and place for every beer. Saying that to say that you came off as a little critical and, dare I say it, pretentious.
0: Oh, yeah, I read this one, yeah. Funny how
1: if someone says everything is good, it feels like they're lying, and if someone is critical, they seem like a jerk. I bet there's a happy medium in there someone can hit, and I know you can do it too. Much love, keep the content coming. Um, I'm sorry if I came across pretentious. Uh, I really desperately try to avoid that, but I am... Uh, (laughs) Brad will probably attest to it. A little bit pretentious when it comes to beer.
0: Uh, um, just knowledgeable, I would say, really. Maybe oh. opinionated. I don't know about pretentious. a fine line, pretentious. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe after you've had a few.
1: <laughs> but, yeah, potentially. I, I probably get a little bit too poetic for my own good. Well, we both do, actually, as, as people will discover with the rest of the Christmas mm. content this year. But um, it's... My response to that would be like, I don't want to lie to anybody, you know, maybe, maybe I was a little bit harsh on them. But the Gordon one was genuinely one of the worst things I've put in my mouth in a long time. You know, like it was it was very, very flawed. And I feel like we owe it to our consume, our, um, owe it to consumers and to our audience to be honest about these things. You know, I'd hate the idea that people go out and spend four or five quid on a bottle of Gordon's, uh, Gordon's Christmas when it's nasty, True. you know, True. true. Um, m- money is tight people's palates deserve better and, and it just wasn't a very good beer. The Père Noël one, which, you know, I, I, I'm i kind of amazed that that was Père Noël and that I gave it that score. But I think it shows the either the value or the issue with these blind taste tests in that, so I had no context for that. I wasn't expecting that because my brain was sort of in Belgian quad slash barley wine mode. To, so, so to have something extremely dry, earthy and kind of meaty was uh, a real shock to my palate and I very much reacted to that and and, and disliked it and maybe if I'd known it's Père Noël and I'd gone in expecting that that big you know heavily hopped but you know continental hopped kind of character that you have in in X and Double X and Père Noël I might have been a bit more sympathetic but I mean I've never liked Père Noël we've had it on the channel a couple of years ago and we both sort of didn't really like it I just don't think it's anywhere near as balanced as the blonde ones that Durant can make. Those big, hoppy, sort of special parallels. So, yeah, I just don't think it's a very good beer. And that was not a very good example of it either. Um, <laughs> here I am doubling down on being pretentious and critical. But I think it's important we're honest, is my
0: point. Nobody clocked uh, something that was in the background, which I thought people might have seen. Yeah, I know. Right? It was so so lovingly and... No comments, no comments.
1: Perfectly laid yeah. out, yeah. But yes, that is our. Oh, go on, go on. We take yeah. I don't know. That is the Patreon reward. Just
0: said it. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Uh, For all of the people that put in ten pounds or more to our Patreon, that is this year's wonderful gift: a Brad designed Mm. uh, tote bag, all
0: natural tote bag, double sided, uh, screen printed, beautiful, um, lovingly made. Hopefully, whisking its way out to you very, very soon.
1: Absolutely, yeah. So we'll be posting those out soon to all the Patreons and obviously the annual patch that goes to £3 and up Patreons. Uh, that'll be coming out very, very soon as well and we'll reveal all that on social and stuff. Um, it's too late to get a tote bag if you join our Patreon, but you probably still can get a batch,
0: I reckon. I think so, yeah. So, Unless we have a big yeah. run of people because we, we obviously have to order a certain amounts when we're, when we're placing these these orders for merch stuff. And I can't remember how many we had. Maybe like thirty left. I can't remember. Thirty spare. Something okay. about something like that.
1: Alrighty. Well, yeah, you can uh, you can you can pick those up if you join our Patreon before uh, before we post them out, which will probably be early next week. So get on it, people. Uh, there's a link in the show notes as well. Um, that's about all we have time for, really. Uh, next week we've got our annual Christmas video going live. Um, it is chaotic as always uh it's slightly uh disjointed due to brad having what can only be described as well as an allergy attack wasn't it
0: i don't know what it was mate yeah uh, i think it was it was might have been a being uh <laughs> in the cold for an hour attack while you were filming this video he's not gonna let it but, go folks um, <laughs> yeah it certainly appeared to, well i just had a sneezing fit and my eyes were like on fire and well actually the eyes may maybe the eyes were not as bad as i thought they were but, but i I couldn't stop sneezing when I went inside the broodio. Uh <coughs> so we had to take a minute. I don't think it will be. I don't think it will affect the video too much. Although my face will probably look a bit redder, and my no- <laughs> a little bit peaky. My nose was a bit red raw by the end of the uh, session, but yeah, we we filmed some other crazy, some other crazy stuff that's coming into your eyeballs over the next couple of weeks, pre-Crimbo. Yeah, for
1: quite forcefully into your eyeballs, oh,
0: yeah. the, uh, the final
1: episode of the year. Uh, and then, of course, after that, uh, early next year, we have our big in 2023, which is full of excitement, knowledge, um, and uh, again, lots of beer. And actually, no allergy attacks. No allergy so that's attacks. good. Uh, yeah. Um, right that's what we've got time for this week uh, please do join our live show on the 22nd uh, and uh, all the links to everything we've been talking about this uh, this episode are down below uh, and all over our social as well so massive thanks for listening we'll see you next week for the next Friday 5pm love and beer the Bubble and Friday 5pm podcasts are brought to you by the nerds behind YouTube's Craft Beer channel You can watch over 400 mini documentaries at youtube.com slash the craft beer channel. And if you love what we do, support us via Patreon and get access to merchandise and our amazing Discord forum, a positive and welcoming space for everyone who loves beer, food, and homebrewing. Love and beer.